Hello, hello, and welcome back to A Quiet Divorce. I'm Jackie, and thank you so much for being here with me. So for this week's episode, we're going to talk more about my divorce process. And now that we're a few months into it, what does that really mean? But you know, before we get into that, let's talk a bit about the letter that I sent out in the last episode. It's been a few weeks now, and of course, the only response that I received from that letter was, of course, from my ex. He simply commented, and I quote, You are a nasty, nasty, horrible person that does not deserve to be heard. End quote. Wow, and this is coming from a guy that lied to me for eight years, kicked me out of my house, stole my money to pay for it, and then tried to take my kids away from me. But I'm the bad person because I, what, wrote an email? Yeah. Sounds like a classic narcissist to me. Does he sound like a narcissist to you ladies? Now, as for the rest of his family, I expected them not to respond because what could they really say? I believe they all read the letter. They just didn't have much to say about it. Because again, this was about me. This was about my healing process. And they may not have needed closure with me, but I needed to end things with them. And I felt like I did that to the best of my ability. And I really didn't have anyone else on the receiving end. It was just myself. So remember ladies, do what feels right for you and not what's right for anyone else. Now, let's get back to the divorce. We have been going back and forth for a few months now and a seemingly simple divorce was now dragging on and on and taking much longer than needed. One of the main reasons is because my ex didn't want to send the requested financial information to my attorney in a timely manner. I wasn't even sure why he procrastinated so much being that he was the one that didn't want to work things out. I can remember so many times when I would actually approach him and say, hey, can we just sit down and talk about this? Try to work something out. And his response to me every time was, I have nothing to say to you. Yet he's dragging out the divorce for the sake of what, torturing me? I mean, I do believe that was his motive 100%. So there was really not much else I could do except wait. My attorney advised me that this could happen and it happens in a lot of divorces. Sometimes it could take eight to 12 months and sometimes more complicated divorces can take years. So in the meantime, I was working on my job search and having kind of a hard time finding anything that would actually work with my schedule. Since I have my kids every other week, I mean, who would watch them while I was at work? Plus, I'd have to pick them up from school. So many factors. I didn't have a support system here, so it was difficult to find something that would just work. But I have to do what I have to do, right? So with my attorney's advice, I filed for unemployment and decided to continue collecting my unemployment while I continued to look for work. The bills were starting to pile up every week and I had attorney fees to pay for. I wasn't sure what I was gonna do. Luckily, I had the support of my family. I mean, they weren't close by, but they were always there for me. 
my sister ended up helping me out with a lot of the funds to help pay for my attorney fees. I'm not sure what I would do without her. The stress was definitely building up every week and I was honestly just trying to make things work financially. But again, no matter how hard it was, I never once felt like I was making a mistake. I never once regretted walking out that door. It only actually made me resent my ex even more for lying to me, stealing from me, and falsifying this life with me. The next few weeks, I continued to gather more and more information and still coming up slightly short. Man, he did a really good job of keeping our financials separate from me. And the worst thing was, we didn't even have a joint account, a simple joint account that all married couples would have. So I had to prove my claims that I actually wrote him checks to pay for the property taxes and for all the other expenses as well. Luckily, luckily, I was able to show proof of my claims by collecting all of the bank statement copies and the canceled checks that I wrote him. All the checks were were wrote directly to him. But this is the part I found most difficult, ladies. Constantly having to justify my every move, my every decision that I had made for the last nine years. My attorney would ask me, do you have an email stating that you don't have a joint account or do you have a receipt for the paintwork that you paid for? I mean, every little thing had to be documented. And who would have thought to document every little thing in a, a relationship that you trusted? and that you thought this would honestly never happen. But this is something to note, ladies. Sometimes you just have to have a record of everything, no matter how much you trust that person. And then there was the character letter. The next thing I had to do was write a letter to explain how we met and how he basically lied to me about the house. Like maybe have some sort of email or documents stating our conversation about the house, anything to support my claims. Since I didn't have any credible witnesses on his side that could speak for me, I had to speak for myself. I was visiting my parents at the time when I received the call from my attorney to put together an hour story letter so the judge could have a full scope of our case and my claims. So. I started writing. Now I know divorces can get messy, ugly, and it definitely brings out a lot of unforeseen things that you never even thought of before. But you know what? I never would have thought or dreamed that he could lie to me like this. You know, you marry someone in hopes that they would love you, protect you, and keep you safe. That just wasn't the case for me. The person that I should have been most cautious of was him. I felt like I didn't even know this person I've been sleeping next to for the last nine years. You know, we never spoke or so much as had a fight about the breakup, the separation, or the divorce. When we first talked about separating, he simply shut down and would not talk to me. And now that we're midway through the divorce, I only had my attorneys to talk to and to talk to me about everything. 
everything from the start was just so quiet, uncomfortably quiet. Hmm. So the court date was in a few more weeks and I was getting very nervous. My ex still hasn't reviewed or countered my settlement offer. We were trying to settle out of court as most cases do not really need to go to court if we simply can agree on the terms of the divorce. All I really wanted was my money back. All the money I put into the house, proper child support for the kids and health care for my boys. That is all I wanted from him. I don't want his money. I didn't want anything from him. I simply wanted what I gave him back. And after going back and forth and back and forth, he still refused to give me back the property tax money I put in. He absolutely refused. He told me, and I quote, I live there and I would have to pay my share of the rent. Rent, I said, I'm not a tenant, I'm your wife. He didn't care about any of that. And he simply replied by saying, and I quote, every rental agreement is different and you paying and staying is agreeing. Oh my God, I cannot believe he just said that to me. I mean, I guess it's at least he admitted that I paid for something, right? Before he wouldn't even admit that. It's so crazy, ladies, how you think you know someone. But at the end of the day, you know as much as they want you to know. And you have to look out for your best interest. So always remember to look out for yourself. Because I certainly wish I did that. Learn from me. Put yourself first. And that's the best advice I would offer anyone is to look out for themselves. And of course, that's not to say you can't trust, love, or be with another person fully. It simply means that you do not forget about loving yourself just because you love another person. It's not a trade-off. You don't have to give up something to get something. It was now a week before our court date and we still haven't agreed on anything. I wasn't sure what was gonna happen. And then long behold, I get a phone call on the Friday before the court date the following week. And it was him, my ex, calling to ask me for a favor. (laughs) A favor. He said he would like to start talking about settling out of court because he would like to agree on things and not have to face the court dates and the appeals and all that stuff. I said, of course, I've been open to that since the beginning. Why don't you join us? Finally, he's joining the conversation. He gave me a settlement amount that was insulting and much lower than we asked for. And it would include child support and alimony, but none of the property tax money that I asked for. He said he wasn't going to pay that back. And being that the courts will not grant refunds on taxes paid, very important, you cannot get reimbursed for taxes paid. So I was simply out of luck. I spoke to my attorney and she convinced me under heavy advisement to accept the offer because I will not get the tax money back. 
so with her guidance, I agreed. Reluctantly, I agreed. I just wanted to get it done and over with at this point. But make no mistake, in my mind, he still owed me that money, even until the present day. So I accepted the loss at the time, as I did with our marriage and everything else, and just called it a day. I never got my day in court. I was never heard by the judge. I was never able to tell my story, the manipulation, the lies that he, he did. Simply, it all didn't matter anymore. So, like everything else, I swallowed that too and moved on. And just when I thought, just when I thought, okay, we actually finally agreed on something, even if it wasn't my best case scenario, we agreed. And of course, here he comes again, knock, 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 two days after we agreed to ask me for another favor. Wow. He came unannounced one night, I believe this was a Sunday night, and he said he wanted to talk to me about the settlement. Sure, come on in, I said. Let me just start by saying what he asked me was extremely inappropriate and awkward. He started by saying, listen, I think that you should pay for the taxes on the settlement amount because I don't think I should have to pay for that. (laughs) I laughed in his face. Are you serious? I could not believe what he was asking me. So let me get this straight, I said. You want me to pay for the taxes on the settlement, even though you agreed to pay as a condition to the settlement amount, but now you're changing your mind because you don't think you should pay, but you expect me to pay for it. Is that about right? He said, yes. And I proceeded to say, hell no, I am not paying for that. I am not giving you another penny of my money. The answer is no. I then decided to kick him out of my house and told him, if this is what you want to pursue, we will start all over again because I do not agree. He left, and I didn't hear back about this particular request after that night. And for the first time, I actually enjoyed the silence. We are now set to sign the divorce papers in a week. And so we will continue next Friday with episode 16. Sign here, please. Until next week, bye for now. Thank you.